Hello and welcome to this very special episode of The Full Course. Our guest today is Nina Barber. Since 2014, Nina has been inspirational in delivering two new four-star international shows to the equestrian calendar. The Aquarii Bolsworth International, the Liverpool International Horse Show, as well as the Al Shira Bolsworth Young Horse Championships, which was added to their calendar last year. All three shows have been game changers within Britain's show jumping calendar and have achieved new standards. And as a rider, I can say through experience how much we always love competing at these shows. But today, we're going to mostly be talking about her latest campaign to help raise funds for the NHS during this current COVID-19 pandemic and why she set up Equestrian Relief. But before we get underway with that, from all of us here at the full course, please stay safe and donate all you can to this amazing course. Obviously, the current COVID-19 crisis is causing astronomical problems all over the world. But you have managed to bring together all of the corners of the British equestrian community to create this charitable platform. How did you manage to put this together? Well, Will, I think it's been an incredibly tough month for everybody, you know, all across the country and all around the world. You know, I don't think any of us have, have lived through a global pandemic before to the scale that's affected so many of us so greatly. Um, and us, like everybody else, have had our own internal challenges with our business. We've had to make some very tough decisions that, that have affected people. And it's it's it was, you know, that a few weeks ago, we, we went through a pretty tough few weeks. But then... You know, I was sat there about 10 days ago on my own in the office because I'm very lucky that my office is at home. So I've got lots of space to think. And I just thought, well, actually, we've got lots of great connections across the equestrian world. And wouldn't it be nice when we, when we came out of this crisis to be able to say, well, we started something that made an impact and really helped the cause. And I think this current situation has really brought to the fore that how much we rely on our NHS and how much... Uh, when the chips are down and something horrendous like this happens that actually affects all of our health and lives and well-being, um, that they really step up and put their own necks on the line and risk their lives for us. So we just wanted to be able to support them. And this campaign, Equestrian Relief, um, the, the only aim is to raise as much money as we can with all of our connections in the equestrian world for that cause. I think the thing for me is it's amazing to see how the equestrian community have come together. We've heard the announcement that there really is a star-studded lineup of riders from all aspects of the equestrian industry. They've all been put into teams, but can you tell us who will be taking part and how the teams have been set up? Um, well, we started with just five teams um, from the worlds of eventing. Um, we've got the eventing team headed up by um, Zara Phillips, Sorry, Zara Tyndall, should I say? Okay. Um, <laughs> world number one, Oliver Townend, Alex Huatien, um, current world champion, Ros Cantor, and Hob Ben Hobday. Um, are, we've got two show jumping teams. Um, the first of all, the Northern team, headed up by Will Whitaker and cousin Ellen. Um, the great Jeff Billington. Harry Charles, who's been a nominated Northerner because of his roots. Um, and <laughs> Irishman, but British-based, Anthony Condon. Um, the second um, show jumping team is a Hickstead inspired team headed up by Daisy Bunn herself, um, Shane Breen, Scott Brash, 
of course, our Olympic gold medalist, um, Jess Mendoza from across the pond, where she is at the moment, and Jay Hallam. Um, dressage team, we have Carl Hester, Richard Davison, Gareth Hughes, um, Sarah Higgins, and Tony Terry, who's got her husband, John Terry, cheering her on. Um, and what's really special is we, we also have on board the racing team. So AP McCoy and Frankie Dettori, legends in their own lifetime, uh, are joined by um, racing presenter Ollie Bell, Mike Bushell, and racing enthusiast um, Rachel Lugo is also joining us from the Real Housewives of Cheshire. Wow. Um, but actually, overnight, I got a couple of phone calls, um, firstly from Alice Plunkett, or Fox Pit, as you will know her from the mm. eventing world. Um, and she said, oh, can I put together a team of presenters? So we also have on board Alice, um, together with Rishi, um, Nick Luck, Luke Harvey and Emma Spencer from the world of presenting. The other team to join us overnight are the Polo Stars. So headed up by Mark Tomlinson, we've got Malcolm Borick, Jack Richardson, leading lady rider Nina Clarkin and Tom Morley. So, again, another first, really, to be combining the sport horse world with racing and polo. And I think that just says it all about the current situation. It's really bringing people together that that don't necessarily have the time to um, share time and communicate in normal life. So, you know, it's one of those small silver lines. When you set this up, did you think it would be as well supported by the top names that you've got? Well, I was hopeful that with the connections that we had in the world of um, in the three Olympic disciplines. But what was really heartwarming was when Frankie Dettori and AP McCoy came on board because it's not often that the worlds of racing and the sport horse industry necessarily cross over. So the fact, and now we're joined by the polo stars and the presenters, it, it really does represent a really broad spectrum. So like you said, you've got such a great star-studded cast of riders together and coming from all aspects of the sport. Uh, how did you find it easy to get everyone together? Um, well, it, it was fairly easy to get in touch with all of the riders from the three Olympic disciplines because we have lots of contact with them during the year through running the international horse shows. But what was really exciting was actually to get such a great response from the racing world. And latterly, over the last couple of days, to be approached from some of the polo stars and get them involved as well along with the team of ITV presenters. So, no, it's been really heartwarming. That's, it's so brilliant that you've managed to get everyone together. But as they've been put into teams, what sort of activities will the teams be doing? So we've, we've been very careful to stick within the strict government guidelines that we're all living under at the moment, um, so as not to be putting anyone at risk or putting the NHS under any unnecessary pressure. So we've looked at a couple of physical challenges. So we've challenged them with a 5k run and how long they can hold a plank for. Um, and on top of that, we've then gone a bit creative. So moving into the weekend, we will be asking them to come up with an Easter bake-off cake um, and a painting of their representing their greatest equestrian achievement. Now, those paintings will be then put into the online auction. So they've all gone away to um, brush up on their art <laughs> skills. Um, and then we'll be finishing up with a hidden talent competition. And I think we're going to see a few quite interesting, interesting talents come to the fore that you might not have expected to see. That's brilliant. And to see, like you say, getting everyone together and 
putting people in different scenarios that most people wouldn't be able to see. So how are we going to be able to watch this? Absolutely. So um, today and tomorrow we'll be setting the scene, launching our online charity auction, which has got some fantastic prizes that have been donated. And then from Wednesday through to Sunday, we'll be broadcasting a highlights programme of each of the challenges one by one. Um, And each team member has to partake in two of those challenges. So I think there'll be about 12 or 14 of them every night taking on one of those challenges and going head to head with each other. And don't forget, we've got a very competitive bunch of people. So they're going to be taking it very seriously. I have to be honest, listening to you talk about some of those challenges, I think I'd be awful at probably 90% of them. Do you have any suspicions on who will be the best team? Well, I've had a little bit of an insight because they've they've started doing their recordings and practicing. Um, and I can tell you that AP McCoy's competitive streak has not gone. And I'm a little bit worried that he might end up breaking down when, while he's trying to break the Olympic record in 5K running. Um, he's taking it very seriously. Um, I think team dressers are trying very, very hard with their costumes, which is a, a sort of fun angle to the whole thing. Um and I'd say the Hickstead team are showing quite a lot of hidden talent that we might not have thought they might have had. So oh, no. um, there's going to be lots of interesting things coming out. So as well as the challenges and you've mentioned the auction, is there anything else that we're, you're going to be doing to help raise money for this fantastic cause? So we're absolutely delighted that some of our long-standing supporters have come on board to support the cause and donate money. So Equery Horse Feeds, Equitop... Um, Horse Scout, Al Shirar and Aztec Diamond to date have been really generous and, you know, made some really incredible donations that have really got us off to a good start. Um, and with the donations that have started to come in, I'm really, really excited that on, on day one, before we've even broadcast the first of our highlights programmes tonight, we're already at the 35,000 mark. That's so, amazing. You know, after a weekend of pretty intense activity and some great coverage this morning, you know, it's really starting to make an impact. So that's it's pretty overwhelming, actually, but a a great start. And could you run us through a couple of the prizes of the auction or and how people are going to be able to donate? Where do they have to visit? So firstly, if anybody would still like to donate a prize, um, they just need to contact us um, again via the website, which is equestrianrelief.com. Um, But to have a look at the amazing array of prizes, a lot of which are already on the website. Again, they just need to click the auction link on the same website. Um, And I mean, we've got some incredible prizes. So um, from the jumping world, Scott Brash has has donated one of only three of a limited edition of pictures um, of Hello Sanctos and Ursula, his top two horses. And the other two the other two um, prints are with his two leading owners um, and we're so lucky to be auctioning off a specially signed print by Scott himself. Um, All the prizes range through amazing yard visits um, to an exclusive dinner party with the Fox Pits Um, and one of my favourites I think is that you can bid to become a real housewife of Cheshire for the day and live the life in their shoes with an amazing range of, of treatments and experiences. So the whole range is there. There's something for everybody. So hopefully the auction will really help to achieve that, that target of 100,000 that we're hoping for. 
Fantastic. Obviously now moving a little bit away from the wonderful work that you've been doing, we want to talk to you as Nina Barber, show director of obviously the Bolsworth International and Liverpool as well. You know, the COVID-19 crisis has affected everyone in the industry. All shows have, have been grinded to a halt. Unfortunately, included in that list is your four star, the Query Bolsworth International this summer. How hard is it to make that decision to miss out on running the show that you've worked so hard on building since its launch in 2014? Well, as you know, we've had a few issues in the past, um, whether they've been weather related or other incidents, which have made it really tough. But this year, I think, you know, up until a month ago, obviously, we were full steam ahead. But given the current situation, it just pales into insignificance. And, you know, it was an inevitable and easy decision to have, sadly have to make in the circumstances. But there are bigger bigger wider priorities out there um, for us to focus on it doesn't take away the drive it doesn't take away the fact that we're sat here you know busy thinking about and planning our return but I think everybody out there's focus right now is to well like we're doing help the effort do our bit stay at home um, where where we've been told to and give respect to the essential workers out there that are putting their lives on the line Um, but it gives us a little bit of a chance to reflect and to plan and hopefully to come back stronger once the, you know, what it, what is this kind of tidal wave of a situation has, has hopefully passed us sooner rather than later. Definitely. I think it's, it is the decision that unfortunately had to be made because of all riders, it's Bowlesworth especially, you aim for it and you can't wait to jump at the show. It's such a unique ring and everyone enjoys going. So obviously being the show director and us riders everyone's gutted that it's had to be done but as you say it's not it's insignificant compared to the wider cause but like you've mentioned before you've had some so you've had a, you know a bit of problems with uh, things that are out of the ordinary it's not the first time that you've had to cancel a show or especially with the fire at the Liverpool International show in 2017 it caused immense issues. And what, as that fire broke out, what was your thought process and how did you deal with the effects? Well, I remember sitting there and it was actually, um, we were just coming to the close of the, the penultimate performance on the afternoon of New Year's Eve. And I, I was sat there with the sponsors, Voltaire at the time, just getting ready for the prize giving. And I got a message through on the radio saying, oh, we've got a bit of a problem in the in the stables. There's a bit of a fire, but don't worry, it'll be out in a minute. Um, and this carried on for a little while and then um, it, it progressed to, we're going to have to stop the show for a minute, but still don't worry. Um, and then the smoke started coming through um, and we knew that we had a little bit of more of an issue on our on our hands at that point. Um, so it was it was a crazy situation. Um, luckily, we had an exceptionally experienced team, especially... Um, in the zone where the the stables and the fire broke out because of course the horses were stabled underneath the multi-storey car park Um, as luck would have it we had Doug Hinckley and his team from WH Security on hand who were all incredible in a crisis and Edward Bunn who used to be a firefighter so we couldn't have been in better hands and but it was a bizarre play out of events Um, and I just think I just remember just feeling huge relief as we firstly evacuated all the horses safely um, and then, of course, all the people um, and that the, the Merseyside Fire Service did such a great job and managed to contain the fire to that building. Um, but just remember sitting there in the hotel all night watching it 
um, and hearing all the tires explode, which carried on, you know, well into the early hours. So no, it was it was kind of a life changing experience. I think you'd say. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Obviously, that was a bit of a nightmare, but we have to look at the events you've created. And they really have, both Liverpool and Bolsworth, been an overwhelming success. Obviously, they come with many challenges that must cause you sleepless nights. But on a positive note, can you tell us your favourite memory from the shows so far? I think I've got a few favourite memories. If I think one of the favourite memories of Liverpool was, it was pretty nerve-wracking going back there again in 2018. Um, and so New Year's Eve that year was particularly special to have got got through the event successfully and, and completed a really happy celebration. Um, with Bullsworth, I'll never forget the first year when we put we just put the new international arena in. And again, completing that Grand Prix for the first time was really special. Um, and I, But I think probably one of my favourite moments was um, a couple of years ago after the the show jumping world very very sadly lost um jack dodd in a tragic accident in belgium um and one of his very close friends irishman paul kennedy pulled it out the bag that weekend and won our grand prix and i think you know that it was a hugely emotional moment for all of us and for him and yeah that definitely stands out i can put, i remember what that grand prix and as he went through the finish he threw his hat into the air and to see the emotion on his face, especially to win such a prestigious Grand Prix, it still, you know, to this day, it's a, a moment that you won't forget. And I think for a show director, surely that's magnified by a lot. Absolutely. You know, emotional moments like that really kind of bring it all together and their memories that will last with everyone forever. So, yeah, you're right. It's moments like that that make it, really special and really worthwhile. And you must be so happy with the support you've had for the Liverpool International Show, where you've got so many of the general public coming in who may have not actually seen show jumping before. And to come into an arena like it is there and come into the show, because you've done such a great job of creating a show atmosphere so that everyone can enjoy it not just people who are just solely interested in show jumping whether it would be other people as well how does that feel to see like because especially I was talking to a lot of the of the people coming in in the meet and greet and a lot hadn't actually been to different shows before and yours was the first one how does it feel to get more people into show jumping yeah I love doing Liverpool just because of that because with that amazing venue and the atmosphere you can create you can create an atmosphere that's very difficult to recreate outdoors unless you're somewhere like Arkham with such a massive stadium um and I'll never forget in the first year Peter Fredrickson came and had a great show and was very complimentary about the production and the show and that meant an awful lot um we have a lot of fun with the production there um but I think what's been really stand out for me is the last few years the sport as you say is really built and this year in particular the quality of the show jumping that we saw every night not just on Grand Prix night was sensational and that that really made it for me and the fact that the, as you say the crowd that are there they're not all mad show jumping enthusiasts but all of them are, pre, are there and watching and appreciating the sport as well as the entertainment and I get lots of good feedback funnily enough from people that dragged other halves along or took their children along and didn't expect them to enjoy it but came away loving it so 
you know that that's really fulfilling um and and that's the bit I love about that show and just going a little bit more on with the Liverpool international show they what you guys have done which is I think unique to a lot of other places is your prize giving and as, as that makes Liverpool a little bit different and Bowlesworth with the moat round the outside makes that a little bit unique uh, how did you come with, up with those ideas well I work closely closely with our production company and Matt Bates who heads that up and between us we sit there and think of different ideas and um, that's always the challenge is to try and keep thinking of new and different ideas um, but I think it's nice to for the riders to come somewhere and experience something a bit different and you know what I hope we create is that atmosphere where people you know riders can bring their owners um, and just just experience something a little bit different and that great after show atmosphere as well which we try and promote so that's what we try and keep doing and we try and keep keep it fresh but it's much easier in year one than it than it is down the line so it takes a lot of thought um as you say we've said running such high profile shows obviously takes a lot of hard work and you've said about your dedicated team behind you and we all appreciate so much what you have done for our sport in britain your shows are inspirational and have helped raise the quality of events in Britain and by doing so provide riders with an opportunity to showcase their talent within the UK. And now you've had the creative power behind Equestrian Relief. Could you tell us your motivation that encourages you to run top level events? I think, I think it's like with all event organisers, you get a real kick out of having a vision putting that plan together building a team around you and then achieving what your goals are and and I think that's one of my strengths I've, I've got quite an overactive imagination and mind which likes being kept busy so it's a bit like when I was sat here in a bit of a vacuum 10 days ago and piecing together a few ideas and it gives me a lot of satisfaction actually to say no I wanted to do that and now we've achieved it but like you say it goes without say, saying that that's only possible when you've got brilliant people around you that can bring those ideas to life and that's where I'm very lucky um and I get a lot of support um and got brilliant people around me too Nina thank you so much for joining us today I know Will and I and all of our listeners are really going to look forward to the next week and see how everything unfolds We'd really love to catch up with you again, maybe next week, so you can let us know more about what's been going on and how much you've raised. If that would be okay with you, we'd really appreciate it. Absolutely. And I think there'll be lots more to talk about when we've seen them all. Um, There's a lot of effort going in across the equestrian world at the moment to produce some great content for us. So that sounds great. That's great. And if you could say, which bit are you most looking forward to see? I think it has to be the hidden talent because... I think without doubt, there's a lot of them going to surprise us. <laughs> so, so make sure you keep tuned to equestrianrelief.com to follow all of the action. <laughs> and in terms of people listening, if they want to donate, just tell us one more time how people can donate to this wonderful cause of Equestrian so all Relief. All they need to do is visit that website. So that's equestrianrelief.com and they can either donate or bid on an auction prize. Um, or failing that, just give us a call. If they'd like to come on board as one of our official supporters, um, they can just contact us through the website and we'd love to have a chat. Nina, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you very much for having me. It's been great to speak to you both. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Full Course Show Jumping Podcast. 
Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. It's Full Course SJ Podcast, or you can send us an email, and that's the Full Course SJ Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.